From the moment she'd returned from her walk the previous afternoon, Miranda had found herself receiving more attention than she had ever received before, even while she and Carter were courting. If she hadn't been starving for his affection the past three years, she might have felt suffocated. But for the moment, it was extremely satisfying. She knew Carter cared for her, something she'd longed for in their time apart. At that moment, Carter walked with her hand in hand along the beach, just as he'd promised her the afternoon before. Miranda couldn't remember ever feeling happier. The house will seem very quiet these next few days. He turned his bright green eyes to her and smiled in obvious agreement, though he didn't seem disappointed by the departure of his guests. I think it will be nice to have the party over, she added. Are you looking forward to a slower pace? I am. Carter had been so solicitous the afternoon before. She'd had her nap for the first time in weeks. Miranda was certain Carter had prevented the Dowager Lady Devereux from interfering with her much-needed rest. Her answer seemed to sit uneasily with Carter. What is it? she asked. This house party has been hard on you. Carter caressed her cheek the way he had been doing more and more frequently. Miranda liked the gesture very much. But it is over now. Carter nodded slowly, his forehead creased in concern. London can be every bit as demanding. I understand it can be, but you said I could spend my days any way I choose, that we could sit around the fire at night if we wanted. That won't always be possible. I know. Miranda began to feel a little wary. Carter was obviously worried about something. He looked uneasy, weighted down. I think maybe you ought to have a few days rest before jumping into the whirl of town. We aren't leaving for three more days, Miranda reminded him. I am not sure that is enough. But Parliament opens on the 21st. Miranda felt a shiver of apprehension slide down her spine. Monday is the latest we could leave and still reach London in time. The distance could be covered in a day and a half on horseback. Carter's eyes shifted to the sea. I cannot ride for a day and a half, Miranda said. I would not last more than a couple of hours at most. But I could. Carter turned to Miranda, an anxious expression on his face the one she remembered him wearing when trying to convince her of something he didn't think she would be easily persuaded to accept. Miranda's heart dropped to her stomach. I could stay until Wednesday morning. If I left at first light, I would have time. Only one night on the road. I would be there a few hours before I had to be to Westminster. Miranda dropped his hand, telling herself frantically that she was overreacting. Carter wouldn't do this to her again. He wouldn't. What of me, Carter? She heard the words break free, quiet but intense. I think it might be better if you stayed here. The pace in London is unforgiving. Miranda shook her head in shocked denial. She stepped back almost blindly. He'd said almost those exact words three years earlier. He'd led her to believe they were going to London together, 
had planned with her and allowed her to dream of a glorious time together. Then he'd left her behind because it would be better. You would leave me again? The panic she felt was obvious in her voice. She continued backing away from him. You are. You are going to leave me again. No, Miranda, it's not like that, she heard him say. I would come back. You aren't taking me with you. She felt her heart wrench as the weight of what was happening washed over her. You promised.